This is your guy Sway Way and your boy K Dub, aka Mr. Worthy, and you're listening to the Champ and the Chump Podcast. So we got football, basketball, baseball, what have you. Listen to the Champ and the Chump Podcast. The Champ and the Chump Podcast. Where the regular folks talk about sports. Hello, everybody out there. It's your boy, Swade, and I got my guy. All right, this is K-Dub, back in the building. What's good, family? And you're listening to the Champ and the Chump podcast. Let's get it in. Yes, sir. 118 Media. I love saying that now. Yeah, it makes me feel better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Most definitely. How your week been? How you been? Man, it's, it's it's a lot that's been going on, you know, in the, in the sports world uh, over this past week. And so, you know, you know, our job is is to keep up, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. We um we we definitely have a few things to talk about, get off our chest. There's some things that's gonna probably make some of y'all upset. Some things that might make you happy. We'll see as we get into the show. Um, other than that, man, on the way over, I get a call from my son, right? White Station Basketball, 10th grade, Land of Worthy. And he's like, Dad, I need a knee brace. So nobody <laughs> wants to hear knee brace. I'm like, son, what happened? Oh, I knocked knees with somebody. I said, what does it look like? Is it bad? He's like, it's swole. I said, where is it swollen? On the side? On the side? Mm, we might have to go get that looked at. Really? So, I mean, so what do you think it is? And hopefully it's just, he said he tried to put a little ice on it, you know, the 15 on, 15 off, whatever. And um, I just told him we'll assess the situation. I told him when he gets ready to send me a picture of it so I can, you know, see what it looks like. And then, you know, from our past, our our little past sports experiences in our life, we will make the correct assessment if we need to go see the MRI guy. Okay. Yes. Well, well. Now that you're, you're, you know, you're talking about kids and sports, <clears throat> you know, the one thing that we do have in common is, you know, we do have uh, kids that are playing sports. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, my my bonus son uh, is a really good basketball player, mm-hmm. and so I've been coaching him for the for the past two weeks. Um, last week um, they did really well. We mm-hmm. lost the game. Uh, he did extremely well. So this week he mm-hmm. actually uh, went to a camp uh, in Jackson okay. um, on, on Saturday. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Mississippi. Okay. So out of about seventy kids, mm-hmm. um, they had him in the top ten. Oh. Uh, and you know, one of the scouts actually um, wrote a really, really nice article about him. And, you know, they were just talking about his playmaking abilities. Okay. And, you know, they were talking about how they're going to be watching him his senior year. All right. And, you know, he's gained some followers you know, ah, because he was in that camp. You know, I, I, I saw like some that. videos. I didn't go to the camp, but mm-hmm. I was able to coach him um, Sunday. Um, and so he had a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It, it was some 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 stuff that was going on uh, like, on the sidelines, you oh, know, really? with the parents. Well, kind of like the parents and kind of like the other team. Yeah. So I want your opinion on this. Okay. So there was another player on the sideline who just kept talking to him, yapping, just yapping the whole game, mm-hmm. um, just yapping the whole game, and you know. So I, I told my bonus son, I'm like. Man, bees are not concerned with flies, man. Like, yes, stop sir. talking to him. Right. You know, he's not even playing. You know, you out here drilling threes. You out here posting up. Uh-huh. You know, you out here making plays. And so it got to the point to where the little boy started cursing. So I went to the coach. I said, man, do something with your kid, man. Like, yeah. You know, we out here trying to play ball. And he like, oh, man, it's just friendly. It's, you know. It's oh. fr-. I said, you only saying that because y'all up. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, and, but, and And get on the best kid's nerves. The, the, exactly. The, the, the one that's getting off. Okay, so 
I'm not all the way mad at that. That's that's a that's we know when we step on the court or or or, or, the, or the gridiron, we know it's all mental, right? Right. So 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 that's what you know. His dad and I was talking to him about. His dad was like, "Man, you got to stay focused. Like when you get to college, you know, you're gonna be you know getting called all kind of stuff. Absolutely. But at the same token." Why are you concerned with people that's not even playing? Like, you never saw Jordan on the bench arguing with like third stringers and you know, you no, know what I'm saying? And, and so they, I said, This is I said, this is that new age basketball. Yeah. And, and so I so I you know, I told the boys dad and I told the coach, I said, Look, man, I'm from Whitehaven, man. Like, that's just not how we ball. You know what I'm saying? We we don't we don't play ball. Like, I'm not concerned, especially a dude with a hoodie on at a basketball game. Right. You know you ain't playing. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? So why are you even concerned? Why are you even like getting rattled? So so like again, like his dad and I had to kind of like just talk to him mm-hmm. about man, focus on what the goal is. Yes. Yeah. And so that that kind of leads me into the quote of the day by the great Muhammad Ali. All right. So Muhammad Ali said I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. And I just think that that's phenomenal since we're the champion, the chump. And, and we got this champion talk here. And I was just about to say, straight <laughs> from the champ. You Absolutely. Know what I'm straight from the champ. And, you know, a lot of people laugh at me. You know, when we, when we talk about athletes, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people think they had to play basketball, they had to play football. And mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, my my two favorite athletes, ironically, are Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. and Bruce Lee. Okay. Oh, and most wow. people don't look at Bruce Lee as an athlete, but he was. Well, I'm going to tell you, those most people were never real athletes. <laughs> because let me tell you something. Those two gentlemen alone... We are sports since 76. That's how we came up, right? 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 So we saw winners before we was even five years old. You know what I'm saying? We saw the Bruce Lee movies. We saw, we got to see Muhammad Muhammad Ali compete. You know what I'm saying? And we, those guys never really lost. There was no losing. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, We didn't understand losing. That's why we would be so upset. We really had a concern about losing and what we needed to do to not only make our team better, but what we needed to work on uh, on our own. You know what I'm saying? So, But you know what the difference is? They took outside of the ring, outside of mm-hmm. the, the octagon, they took that stuff seriously. Just like, you know, Muhammad Ali said, he said he hated every minute of the training. Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching a video, and the guy, he was, he was running some miles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the guy running up beside him was like, man – you know, how do you just keep going? And he was like, if it's one thing that I know is I can always take one more step. Just one. I can take one more step. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, so. that's the heart of a champion. right? There. <laughs> and and, and um, that's great that we both have kids that are competing because, man, the biggest thing we can offer them is how we competed. No, they're not us. No, it's not the same time frame. But, man, if they actually grab a little bit. Ten percent of that early '90s, mid '90s outlook on on on, on, on focus and, and 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 you know loyal loyalty to your team and everybody be accountable, then things seem to work out better. And I think my son is starting to understand that because last year on uh, on his freshman team, I noticed that. There wasn't quite a vocal leader. There was somebody that everybody thought every was, was the best. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Landon, just start lead exercise. Remember that? <laughs> Remember? Lead, lead the exercise. And then when you, I said, look, make suggestions. Be loud. It's okay. Because if you're wrong, they're going to tell you wrong. But, I mean, if you write, they're going to start, they're going to start falling in line. And by midseason, they started falling in line just because Landon would be a little bit more vocal than everybody. I said, every team needs it. You don't even have to be the best person on the team. You understand? Right. But that guy that gets everybody fired up and everybody trusts, hey, there's nothing like it. That and, that and that's what I and that's what and that's what I've been telling uh, my bonus son, Caleb. Um, you know, kudos to him. One thing that I've seen about him is is his growth. Um, you know, he's put he's put in the work he's put in the dedication he's mm-hmm. gotten stronger he's gotten faster 
uh, and he's his awareness on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, he he's a great shooter, but now he's becoming a great playmaker. Yeah. And so, if you're all around, like like they say in the NBA, man, three and D. You know, if yeah. if if you yeah. got defense mm-hmm. and you can shoot the three. Hey, somebody got a place for you. Look, remember now they call they call that the the, the two way player. Mm-hmm. That didn't exist when we were young. You were supposed to play two ways. Absolutely, you understand. You're supposed to get back on defense, right? And if it's if you got the juice right, then go hard. Like I tell Lenny, hey, if you hit two shots in a row, act like you finna take that third shot, dump it down. So you know, for because they everybody thinks you about to shoot. Hey, jump up like you finna shoot. Dump it down low for the easy what layup. You know what I'm saying? So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break, right quick. The champ and the chump. I got swayed in the house. I'm K Dub. One eighteen media. We'll be right back. Are you a Tennessee or Mississippi resident looking for insurance? Well, look no further. The Miller Martin Group offers personal and commercial auto coverage, renters, homeowners, as well as business insurance. They have excellent coverage with competitive rates. Give them a call today at 901-244-3999 or visit them on the web at www. Dot MillerMartinGroup.com. For all your insurance needs, look no further. Call the Miller Martin Group. All right, now welcome back to the Champ and the Chomp. I'm K Dub, aka Mr. Worthy, and I got my guy Suede Wade over here. You know what I'm talking about, Dig? You feel me? Yes, sir. So, um. What we want to do is we we got a couple couple segments uh, we want to talk about right now. Um, Vanessa Bryant. Okay. Um, but Kobe just had a birthday. Kobe just had a birthday. Happy birthday, Kobe! Uh, the Mamba, uh, one of our greatest ever. You know, athletes, not just basketball players, but athletes, because just like we talked about with our youngsters, that that that, uh, that work ethic. Really proves to show uh, who you are, what your what your what your heart is about, what your soul is about, right? So um, we we saw that uh, Vanessa Bryant got um, I think sixteen million dollars settlement for these photos that these idiots like this. Like I'm upset about this that these idiots took um, after the wreckage, uh, the helicopter wreck, and um, I I don't know I, I I don't even know how I react. I understand uh, the the other gentleman who lost his wife and his daughter. He got I think fifteen million. They asked for seventy five, you know, and just to man, you know, there's there's the the defense and there's the offense in in the low in in, in a uh, you know in these situations, right? And that that's how upset I am because I'm so awesome with these words that I, I'm getting crossed up right now. So I, I got you. So. So 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 the thing is, it's what's disheartening is she found out that her husband and daughter passed, you know, by photos and social media before she even got a phone call. So mm. <clears throat> I'm officially, you know, you know how they had the jackass wall. I'm officially giving the L.A. County officials. I'm I'm giving them the chump move. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving them the chump move. Yeah. Of the day. So she got sixteen million, and then a juror went back and found out that she should have only gotten fifteen million. Mm-hmm. So they're taking a million back. Really? So, so at least there was some type of compensation. Yeah. Uh, on that. Um. Uh, so you know, again, condolences to you know the Bryan family. I know she's still struggling with it. Um. But at least they got some compensation. Look, it's so much love for uh Vanessa Bryant and 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 her and her daughter and uh the proceeds are going to the Mamba and Mamba Sita uh Absolutely. nonprofit. So we know she's going to do some good work with that. So Absolutely. um that's, you know, in a in the most horrible situation ever, that's something positive that comes out of that. So that's something good to look forward to. All right. So we're moving on to the next uh <laughs> we're moving on to the next topic and it involves a NFL player a rookie mm-hmm. you know 
uh, by the name of Matt Areza. Areza. Yeah. So he was actually just drafted by the Buffalo Bills. He's a punter. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And now allegations have come out that he was a participant in the gang raping mm. of a minor. Wow, that's very demonstrative. A gang raping of right. a minor? So they're basically saying when he was in college, his last year in college, mm-hmm. um, a 17-year-old girl got drunk, and they basically passed her around. Wow. And so kudos. Now, a champ move that was pulled mm-hmm. you know, by the Buffalo Bills is they did release him. Yeah. They didn't want to deal with any... Any of that. They, so They separated themselves. Um, right. Now, while that sounds great, what's the history on when they found out in between when they let him go? <clears throat> so they found out about this close to the end of July. Mm. And based on interviewing him mm-hmm. they went with his word and he said hey this didn't happen mm-hmm. and as he should you know, as he should you know, right <laughs> you know let let's all the evidence you know let's let all the evidence come out and mm-hmm. you know you know let's give it you know what it's worth right so then some new information came out not the new information <laughs> so some new information <laughs> came out recently and so basically they basically called him a bald face lie mm. and they released him. A razor. Was he speaking Spanish or was he speaking English? What was he doing? Man, he was speaking unemployed. Uh, you know, after they released him. So that kind of brings us back to, you know, last week we talked about the whole Deshaun Watson and mm-hmm. the uproar about him getting massages. Not not raping a girl. No. But him, you know, getting massages and, you know, everybody was condemning him and what I see right now is mm-hmm. definitely the disparity, you know, when it comes to a black athlete and mm-hmm. when it comes to a white athlete. Now everybody is saying, and even though that there is a 17-year-old girl that's involved, mm. people are still saying, hey, innocent until proven guilty. I mean, wow. at this point, man, you know, the allegation, if y'all going to condemn uh, Deshaun Watson for allegations of getting a massage and he should never play again. What should happen to this guy? The only thing this dude uh, Matt has on his side is that he had, doesn't have a career. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and by no means am I on his team for the pigmentally challenged. You understand? But we see how the brothers get done as opposed to the pigmentally Challenged, do you hear me? Right, and and and, and the thing is, <clears throat> I'm not condoning anything no. that Deshaun Watson did. No, but what I'm saying is, he was on every channel, every second, every mm. hour. Deshaun Watson did X, Y, Z, and it's like it's almost like the NFL is trying to cover this up. It's almost like these podcast uh, hosts are trying to cover this up. I just want to get a woman's opinion. So you know, our producer. Mm-hmm. Tony, with all of the knowledge that you know about the Deshaun Watson case and with this new information about Matt, Matt Areza, um, what are your thoughts on that? Ladies and gentlemen, Tony. <laughs> hey. Man, you, y'all come up with some of the craziest things in the sports to ask We're just about. looking in the news. I mean, like seriously, this is ridiculous. I mean, I understand that these are allegations, allegedly. We, mm-hmm. we got to always put that out there, allegedly. We always have to. And from my understanding, you know, to... Pass a 17-year-old mm. girl around that was drunk and you're not getting beat up like Deshaun Watson That they did. fed drinks. Didn't show up drunk now. Here, here. They you know, this is, a, I mean, this... And and I'm hoping that more comes out about this story, oh, yeah. you know, and I, from my understanding in some of the, the news that we read, it's uh, a civil lawsuit yeah, right. at this time. Right. So yeah. I'm, under, I'm wondering why there's not a criminal lawsuit, because this was a minor. This was assault. This was rape. Um, and that now it's just a civil lawsuit. So, but I'm not an attorney. So we don't know what the reason is, hoping that it will come out that, you know, my opinion as a woman, because that's what y'all want to know. Mm-hmm. 
His ass needs to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law mm-hmm. if these alleged allegations are true. Absolutely. Now, y'all made Deshaun sit down for 11 games. Mm-hmm. Then, what, six more games? Or was it six? Something along the lines. Well, first of all, he, he set out. He yeah. set, He was froze. He was frozen, put on ice all of last year. Then 11 more games. Right. For massages. For massages. And and, and, and here's the and here's the crazy thing. With these particular allegations, everybody is being so quiet and it's like they're passing the book. And now they're just trying to say, Oh, well, Deshaun Watson is a quarterback. He's more high profile. Man, forget about that because it doesn't matter. They tried to bring criminal charges against him for massages. Right. Which is why he, he did cons- go to two grand juries, which they found no criminal charges. So again, like like you said, Tony, you know, hopefully more uh, will information come out. will yeah, come out about this. Out. And this court. wasn't nothing but a year ago. So the, some statute of limitations isn't even in the book. Right. Uh, only proof of the specific situation. But you just got let go. So there's probably so so people so most people will say oh my gosh he lost his job Mm. you know he lost his job isn't that punishment enough no it's not punishment enough you what about her what you know what about i mean these are things that in here you know this would be for any woman any man Mm. any child girl boy that has been misused or um, assaulted in any way. Definitely this is abused. not about me, you know, it being a girl. It's it with any type of sexual assault is completely inappropriate, and I feel like should be punishable to the full extent of the, the law. You don't get to just lose your job. Agreed. You need, you know, if you really did this to this girl, in my opinion, mm. that ass needs to serve a little bit of time. Absolutely. Yeah, some time, man. Sit back and think about it. But the thing is, they're not even talking about it. And so, and so that's cool. Like, you know, so we're going to give it some attention today. We, well, we've given it right. some attention today. And, you know. We put some legs on it today. <laughs> we put some legs it's on it. It's running. It's jogging now. You know what I'm saying? Might end up running. <laughs> and you know what? Here, just as the producer of me, I, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. So on the website, um, the champ and the chump, you know, dot com, please leave your comments on our social media pages we want to hear what you guys have to say about this topic you know Mm -hmm. do you all agree do you disagree what are your thoughts regarding this situation um with the punter with the punter from the buffalo bill so we want to hear your thoughts so let us know absolutely that's champandchump.com the champ and the chump.com i like that all right so so moving on to to more news Mm -hmm. um we have a a washington Commanders, a uh, rookie. So I, I, I guess this is kind of like just rookie got week. on. Yeah. yeah, just got on rookie week. <laughs> so uh, rookie that played for Alabama named Brian Robinson. Yeah, he was shot at least twice in the lower extremities of his body. Mm-hmm. So when you're playing football and you're playing running back, your legs are the most important man, thing. They are your money. <laughs> yes. You know, they, they they are your workhorse. So the good thing about it is he was released um, from the hospital good, um, good, within good. two days. Yeah. But, I mean, he you know, they, they said that he was – a victim of a carjacking, mm-hmm. and I mean, you're you're just starting life. I mean, you know, you're uh, you, you know, you've gone your whole life. You playing football. Finally, you get to the mecca of I finally made it. I finally got drafted. A team has you know put faith in me that I'm going to take them to the next level. And then, you know, someone tries to take my car and also take my life so and this is just my personal opinion i don't know exactly where he was mm-hmm. but as i was talking to to the producer earlier i was just like you know a lot of times when the rookies get to the league mm-hmm. they want to go back to the hood and stun one more time yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what just saying? open up get yeah. wide open you know <laughs> they want to stun one more time and it's like <laughs> we, we we can't fault them for that but um 
Kay, you know what, what? What's your thoughts on that? My outlook is okay. We 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 are Memphians, and when I see the young dude in in the Cadillac uh, CTS, you know, twenty nineteen, and I see him go drive to the middle of the to the uh, of the green light, and then huh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hit the hard left and room and room off. You know, I don't really get upset because hmm, I used to do that, right? You know. Like I'm, I'm not one of those people. Yes, I'm 45 years old. I, d- I do remember my foolishness. Now, was it dangerous? Yes. Could a, could something stupid have happened? Yes. But I, I, I tend not to judge uh, just ignorance. You know what I'm saying? What you haven't learned yet. Because a lot of people think ignorant means dumb. It just means you you just don't know yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You still going through those motions. This guy wanted to get out, do his thing. I don't, was he on the way to the club? Was he on his way to Family Dollar? Uh, it, he spent some money, got a car, and was out. He really, I don't think he was doing anything abnormal or, or rambunctious. And my take from it is a young black man get uh, in pistol play. I'm just glad it didn't come into, oh, he must be a gangster. And, right. Um, you know, did he have some drugs on him? Like, I, I'm I'm very thankful that it didn't turn, that like the media didn't turn it into that as opposed to, okay, this young man, you know, he got shot. He was in an unfortunate situation. Mm-hmm. He was in the hospital a couple days, mm-hmm. and he's recovering. Right. So so we're going to, you know, wish a, a speedy recovery to uh, Mr. Brian Robinson. And... From what I've told, those injuries are not life-threatening, mm-hmm. and actually they may even expect for him to see some action okay. this year. So, I, you know, a lot of people don't know Brian Robinson, but he definitely was a, a big, tall, bruiser, Eddie George-like <laughs> back, yes. you know, um, you know, for uh, the University of Alabama. Um, you know, I enjoy watching him as a runner, and, you know, just from me being so close to the players – for me being such a big sports fan, you know, the news actually hurt me like I was a, a family member. Dude, the big thing is you make it to the league. You make the team, okay? Now, you, your success in college, it means a lot. Sometimes you can falter. He so was him, probably about to be the starter. Look, he made he makes this team. That's where you get to breathe. You get to sigh, sigh of relief, right? But NFL, NBA, after the sigh of relief, you got to – you know, take another breath and get ready for the journey. You know what I'm saying? And we're just thankful that he's actually going to get to take the journey. And so that is probably going to add some more fuel to his fire for almost possibly being taken out of the situation. So B Robinson, we're looking for some great things from you. So. And, and so at what point do you feed the hood with a long handle spoon? You know, it's like, you want to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. You want to, you know, say, hey, I didn't sell out. Um, you know, I'm still a part. You know, I helped build this. I want to come back and help rebuild this. But if you're coming back and the soldiers that you fought the war with are now having war with you, at one point are you like, hey, man, forget the hood. Let me just send a couple of checks. Let me send some representatives down there on mm-hmm. foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> we can't we can't be rolling and shining. You know, let's send some representatives down there uh, on foot and let's try to try to heal the hood. You know, so, you know, at what point do you do that? Because we've seen this time and time again. And, and with this particular organization, mm-hmm. It's really sentimental to them because they lost one of their first round draft picks yeah. some years ago in Sean Taylor through a home invasion. Right, right. He was not only a first round pick, but he was a generational player, mm. which means he was a first round pick. He made all the plays. He got the pay and someone invaded his home. He retaliated. He got shot in the leg. And I thought everything was fine. Sean Taylor was one of my favorite players from the mm-hmm. University of Miami. Oh, yeah. And the next day, when I read the words at the bottom of the screen in the ticker, Sean Taylor passed away at the age of XYZ. Man, I ain't even go to work. <laughs> I was so distraught 
because I'm such a big sports fan and I, I was such a big Sean Taylor fan and I was rooting for this guy because he was making plays. You know, he had a family. Um, he lost his life, you know, from a home invasion of people trying to trying to take it's from him. totally unacceptable. Um, yes. Um, as we as we get older, our sons aren't our blood. You know what I'm saying? That, that it goes far, far beyond that scope when we see uh, a hard worker um, begin to excel, mm-hmm. because that's what we want for our children. Absolutely. You understand? We want that for us, as even as we get a little older. Correct? You know what I'm saying? See, so that. no, we want it now. <laughs> we don't. We don't want anyone to take that away from me, you. Tony, our children, or nobody. It's always unacceptable. It's always completely unacceptable. And to to answer your question, you do have to surround yourselves with our our base is our our homies. That's our security. I'm not talking about people with guns and, and, and vests. I'm talking about our security blanket. You know what I'm saying? And while that may not have kept the young man from uh, dying or uh, uh, B. Robinson from getting shot, it's something about having those extreme trustworthy people right next to you that help you, you know, navigate these situations. It's normally about two people. It's normally about two. And they'll be like, man, now don't 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 go down this street. Little stuff be big stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that that's just my outlook on that situation. You know what I'm saying? We we're glad B. Robinson is is gonna return to the league and begin to knock it out. What you got? So <clears throat> before we get into uh, the next couple of topics, we are going to take a break. So you are listening to the Champ and the Chump podcast. I'm Swade, and I got my boy K. Duh. We'll be right back. Yes, sir. If you think this show is great, check out our other podcasts under 118media.com. You can find out bios, what we have going on, various podcasts, and all the different genres and how we're growing. And if you're interested in podcasting, we can help you with that too. So check out 118media.com. That's www.118media.com. Or check us out on Facebook. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And we hope you enjoy your listening. Now let's get back to this podcast. And welcome back to the Champ and the Chomp 118 Media. I am K Dub, aka Mr. Worthy. I got my guy Sway to the Wizard over here. Yes, sir. So, uh, Sway, what you what you say you wanted to talk about next? Did you, did you say NFL preseason? Man, we're gonna talk about in NFL preseason, and then we're gonna get into a little bit of the final. Champ and the chump of the day. <laughs> so when it comes to the NFL preseason, um, a lot of teams, a lot of fans don't really put a lot of stock into preseason games. They they feel that they're just glorified practices and dress rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but I follow that. Even though I'm a Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say, hey, yeah, we were 3-0 and in preseason, which a lot of people said that doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and give some kudos to another team that's in our division. All right. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, okay. They have a 23-game preseason winning streak. Wow. Yeah. Now, they, that, now yeah. that is a uh, stat for your ass. <laughs> you <laughs> <Yeah>. hear me? <laughs> So so yeah so they've actually won twenty three uh, straight games uh, in preseason, which is phenomenal because a lot of times you know you're you're trying to scout additional players, you're uh-huh. resting players, you know in 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 certain situations you got players holding out, mm-hmm. you got players on what you know what's called the pup list, the, the injury list, and so for them to not lose a game. And we're talking about preseason in 23 games. I mean, I think that's just kind of shows you how buttoned up they are. It's it's a, a testament to, you know, their coaching, 
and the culture, you know, on that particular team. So, you know, I, I'm not a Ravens hater. Right. Even right. though I'm a Steelers fan, but mm. you know, we we win three and zero. So, you know, we're you know we're we're trying to start a little streak of our own. Look, man, on that subject, twenty three and zero. Um, I, I can't imagine what that does for the starters and what kind of energy that brings them. You know what I'm saying? Like. It seems like anybody can step up whenever is necessary, which has to be in your heart a luxury. There's no luxuries in, in football. You know? Well, Baltimore, if if anybody, especially last year, you know they uh, exemplified next man up. You know mm-hmm. they had COVID issues, they had injuries. Like their top two running backs both had knee injuries that put them out for the rest of the season. So they were just kind of like, you know, signing plumbers and janitors, you know, well, off the, the street the, to play the, the running the, back. The new author of that situation is called the Tennessee Titans because they almost went to the Super Bowl. Let's hear it for the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? Like, Boo. I'm talking about not only COVID, but real life injuries to the starters and constantly i mean over the year bringing people up bringing people up and then they just signing on to the program immediately and to lose by three to go to the super bowl that's a that's a big testament so i'm looking for a whole lot of out of my team not the Pittsburgh 211s. I'm sorry. The Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> the Tennessee M-F-ing Titans. Oh, you, you mean the Tennessee Mightens. The ten- which means they, they might win a game or so they might. <laughs> the Tennessee you know? everybody <laughs> likens. You understand? Not uh, George Mikan. You hear me? I can go all day with stuff like that. Uh, I'm White Station uh, High School 1994 Honors Program. Uh, <laughs> so, so you know, teams, they are uh, trimming their rosters down. And so this gets kind of interesting in which, you know, a lot of teams can get a lot of guys for the cheap. You know, when they get oh, yes. released. You know, yes. When they get released, a lot of teams, you know, as long as they clear waivers, you know, they can uh, get guys – for the cheap. So speaking of getting guys for the cheap, yes, uh, we're gonna get into you know this this uh, segment of uh, champ and a chump. And so I want to know if you think, and Tony, you can chime in if this is a champ move or a chump move. So even with all of this preseason madness going on, mm-hmm. the San Francisco 49ers one year ago. They had a Super Bowl quarterback in which had taken them to the AFC Championship, had taken them to the Super Bowl, and they elected to move on from this particular player. (laughs) They traded up to get the number three pick. They drafted Trey Lance. Um, He didn't start last year, but he's been given the reins. He's been given the keys to the new Cadillac, you know, of the – the San Francisco 49ers. So they basically, mm-hmm. they they gave Jimmy Garoppolo, they gave him permission to seek a trade. I mean, that's just like telling your significant other, <laughs> hey, I give you permission to go get you another spouse. Or I give you permission to go get you another, Thank you me. know. <laughs> so, wow. so they, and so they, they owed him, $27 million this year. Mm-hmm. So a lot of teams didn't pick him up because they knew they were going to have to pay the bulk of that. A lot of a lot of them knew they were going to try to get at least San Francisco to pay some of that. Mm-hmm. And he re-signed. <laughs> uh, instead of getting $27 million, he re-signed to stay with San Francisco with the, with the hurt shoulder and all mm-hmm. for a whopping $6.5 million. So is that a champ move or a chump move by Jimmy Garoppolo? Man, I'm trying to tell you he called his agent. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? It don't seem like his agent answered. <laughs> he just said, I'm going to do it myself. I think he tried to call the Lord and the Lord said, beep, beep, beep. That's a busy signal, young people. Beep, beep. Nobody's answering. You understand me? Um, <laughs> man. So is that a champ move or a chump move on his part? Um, The $27 million definitely after taxes needs to be in that man's bank account. So... Now, 
You said he had uh, uh, he had some say in in this situation. Yeah, like so they gave him permission to seek a trade. So in my mind, I'm like twenty seven million carry to one. Uh, how do I get down to six point five million dollars? That math ain't mathing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, so I'm, I'm finna make a new song up right now. <laughs> he's a chump. You know he's a chump. Man. So that's a chump move. Man. He chumped out. So on the flip side, in the in the same breath, that was a champ move by the San Francisco 49ers. Let's hear it for the San Francisco Man. 49ers and their accounting team. You understand? Hey, look, they came and gave that man some white out man. on the country. <laughs> they came to they the library. They came to see me at the library like, uh, can you help me over man. here right quick? Of course I They can. double faxed, you know. <laughs> For seven million <laughs> out of that 27. Right. And then the disrespect said, hey. You have the you have the right to earn an additional ten million if you get incentives, but he's not starting, so he's not going to even get those incentives. Did you just refer to the disrespect as an individual? Like that's a whole person? Yes. That approached him. Hey, disrespect. The disrespect came and tapped him on the back and said, "Allow me to reintroduce myself." <laughs> Tony, my name is Dis. Tony, what are you? <laughs> Tony, what you think? <laughs> Because you talk numbers and you know money. <laughs> yes, sir. I, know, I mean, when y'all were, y'all were looking at my face. I was like, I was like doing the math in my head. Like, it was looking like a whole algebra equation. It was like 27 million. You end up with 6.5. Like, were you drunk? Were you high? Who is your A? I want to know who the agent is that... Two chains. He was drunk and high at the same. You know what time. I'm saying? Just like said, "Hey, dude, I know they owed you 27 million, but <laughs> this 6.5 sound good to me." This is where you sit on your hands. Yeah. So I mean, I I completely agree with you both that for this guy, it was a chump move. But the 49ers, a Man. Y'all got twenty million to spare. Come sponsor a show or something because y'all came out won. winning. Man, his contract negotiations was trash. Man, who's <laughs> his agent? Is his stepfather his agent? That was the trash player of the week. That was the trash player of the week. It might go throughout the whole year. With that type of foolishness. Now, I will say this, even though he took a L as far as the contract, now he could mm-hmm. make up for it as far as a champ move if he doesn't play at all and you just getting six million hey, just to I'm look pretty. Hurt. <laughs> just to look pretty. He needs he probably does have some mental health issues. But a lot of people were saying the reason that you know, they were saying money wasn't the issue. You know, he already got two Super Bowls. Uh, but they were saying money is not the issue. And he believes himself that he's not even 100% healthy because, you know, he had the shoulder uh, surgery and he hasn't been throwing a lot. Yep. Um, San Francisco definitely didn't want to play him in the preseason. They, you know, because they, they were still using him as trade bait. And he could eventually get moved, you know, um, throughout the season. Well, that's what you say after your lawn chair folds and you do not receive the $27.5 million. Yes, that's you have to be like, oh, well, I had a great time. You hear me? And so our other Uh-oh. champ move, chump move, play of the day goes to, goes to uh, Scott Frost, which is former Nebraska player, now the head coach for the Nebraska Corn Huskers, which his uh, coaching was Nebraska Corny Huskers. Boom. Uh, um, so <laughs> he had an 11 point lead in the third quarter mm. against Northwestern. This was like a Big Ten show, showdown uh, in which they called this week, and I've never heard this before, they called this week zero. Yeah. Not week yeah, one. Yeah. They called this week, yeah, I this was week zero. Yeah. I week like, zero. Hmm. Let me zero out. But this was supposed to be the best showdown of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, the the spread was was pretty low. Um, I think um, Nebraska was favored by eleven. Mm-hmm. They were favored by <laughs> That's eleven. That's so happens, right? They were favored by eleven, <laughs> and so when you get up eleven, the coach comes out and elects to kick an onside kick in which they failed. Nebraska gets the ball, they score. And then they score some more, mm. and then they score some more. Nebraska never scored, and then they end up losing by three. It was 31-28. to 28. So I'm going to vote that Scott Frost yes. pulled the chumpiest <laughs> of the chump moves on this particular day. Frost was feeling himself. Now, number one, I want to give a shout-out to my real stepfather, Michael Wilbon, Northwestern. <laughs> I know he's just revelating in the situation. You know how he does it. Um, Frost, Scotty, you know, Frost, comma, man, look, you fell off. You made a bad decision, man. All I, all I want you to do is, you know, we should send, we, you know what should, we should start doing? Sending people the chump T-shirt. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you just get a chump T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? But. And it's like they got served. Like, you know how you just leave a notice on the door. Like, we don't even. Like, you getting a divorce? Home or not. (laughs) Home or not, you getting this dropped off. (laughs) Look, look, we're going to figure out some future plans for the chomp t-shirt drop off where the, it says champ real small but the chomp is really uh, do you hear me uh what is it uh, 72 font you understand me <laughs> font <laughs> i'm on it absolutely i'm on it yes producer, produce that you understand me yeah scotty um Beam you up. We're going to beam your ass up. Hey, Scotty. You understand? And don't ever do no dumb shit like that again, sir. <laughs> so the th- here's the crazy thing. When he was at UCF, his last season at UCF, they went 13-0. and And they uh, anointed themselves as the unofficial national champions because actually they were the only team that whole season that went undefeated. Mm -hmm. They didn't get a bid into, you know, the college playoff just because of schedule. They're not a power five um, conference per se. But they felt that they were the national champions and they rolled with that. And after that, he went back to his alma mater. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said, I want to coach at Nebraska. And it, it's literally been a horrific experience with him going back to Nebraska. Look, I, look, I'm not even going to be hard on the guy. He chumped out. He, he, <laughs> he, you know, he's riding off a wave of, of frustration. He's chumped up and You know what I'm saying? Out. For what he did at UCF, which was really awesome, you know, but you know. Sir, you know your schedule wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Now, they did beat Auburn in the bowl game, but a lot of uh, players had opted out of that bowl because a lot of them were getting drafted. So they didn't play the full, they didn't <laughs> no. play the full team, right? No. They had they had to protect their uh, worth, you know right. what I'm saying? So, hey, Scotty, I'm not mad at you. Um, but I'm not glad. But Vegas you. is, and that is all. <laughs> Vegas hates you, man. Vegas, because they, you know, they, they, they were the uh, the favorites, and so the the next is we're gonna we're gonna talk about a Rod and his whole immunized uh, quote last year. So mm. just to catch you up, um, a Rod he did not get vaccinated, and uh, the NFL has said has certain rules about vaccinated players and unvaccinated players. So he intentionally misled his team. They asked him, was he vaccinated? And he said, I was uh, immunized. So this Mm -hmm. is Aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. with the Green Bay Packers. (laughs) Misled. Right. Cool in the gang. (laughs) So long story short, he ended up missing a, a game or so because they came back and was like, hey, you misled. But he ended up getting the MVP. Mm-hmm. So with him. But, that but was, he got COVID as well. He got COVID yeah. as well. And so with him, his final story was a champ move. Mm. But I'm going to nominate the reporters 
Uh, I'm going to give them the chump move because as a reporter, you go through four or five years Absolutely. of journalism. And if he say I'm immunized and even Aaron Rodgers said nobody came with a follow up. That's right. What is immunized? And and every every. Top, what is that? Look, every top athlete has that one media source that they will go to. Who was that person who dropped the ball? Yes. Now he went to. Now, I was immu- immunized. Now I'm gonna tell you who got on his he ass. Said that like Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna immunized. tell you who got on his ass. Now he 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 does every Tuesday. Um, he goes on the Pat McAfee show, mm-hmm. which they're pretty close, and so he's basically just uncut raw. Right. You get the Aaron Rodgers. You don't get with the State Farm. Get a little, get a little cussing. Now. Yeah. Yeah. He so he's raw, and so they got on his ass about that, mm-hmm. and um, you know he was you know he had to 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 come come clean. And so he said, "Look, it's not my fault. If I say immunize and nobody else follow up with it, and you and you, you know, equate that with being vaccinated, that's on you." Love. And then he also has an unvaccinated bracelet <laughs> that he had to wear that nobody caught on. Oh, I heard. You know, a lot yeah. Of so his he wore story. the uh, yeah he wore the unvaccinated bracelet and said I was immunized, and nobody still you know caught on to that. And so, and at that point. I don't think he really misled people. I, they I just didn't. So. They didn't go above and beyond to do saw, that research. I saw, man. I saw the interview I needed to see today, and I, I, I uh, from other um, uh, uh, personalities, he was looked at as, as arrogant, and, and I'm gonna do what I want to do. But I didn't really get that from that specific situation. I got him telling. You know what he, how he thought, and how he felt about the situation, and what he knew was gonna eventually come out. And but his wording, see, I have to be proud of words. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you use your words properly, you're a winner. And Absolutely. and and Aaron Rodgers, you won with your wording, and you just threw everybody off. You know what I'm saying? Because you're. There's not much to say about you outside of, you know, you need another Super Bowl, sir. That's it. And cancel culture came for him. He gave them the middle finger by winning the MVP. <laughs> now he did lose, uh, you know, in the playoffs. But <clears throat> I think he's going to be back next year. And I'm excited because football season is finally here. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. this weekend is the – is – the first week officially of college football, mm-hmm. and we'll have a lot to talk about. Oh yeah! Next week on the champ and the chump. Okay, you got any final words? Hey, look, uh, we're gonna, you know, these highlights are gonna be stupendous. So that's gonna be exciting, and um, really, that's all I got right now. I don't want to say too much. Tony, you got anything? No. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, <clears throat> you have been listening to The Champ and The Chump with 118 Media. We're just regular folks talking about sports. Yes, sir. Sports in 76. This has been a 118 Media production.